Oh, Minnesota stinks. Nebraska stinks. Northwestern is an academic dumpster or an academically smart dumpster fire. Um, Illinois is terrible. Iowa's awful. Yeah, we're winning the Big Ten West. Let's just chop it up quick. But I also want to talk about a few other things on today's Locked On Badgers. Uh, Good opportunity to talk about Minnesota and laugh a little. Let's do it. You are Locked On Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, Badger fans? Let me fix my hat here. Um, yeah, this is going to be a fun one today. And we're planning to go live, but like the big picture here is we got to start. Listen, the Big Ten West is so bad. And it's really, I'm, I'm not going to say Wisconsin is like a, a really good team, but I think they're clearly the class of this division. And we talked about it when we were talking about why I thought Wisconsin could still win 10 games. It's because you're seeing the other teams in the Big Ten West. Um, let's start with Minnesota today. Let's, let's, well, mind you, I'm, I'm a little whiskey in right now as well. I'll stop. Let's start with Minnesota. Um, Minnesota just lost to Northwestern. Does anybody remember what Northwestern's win-loss over-under was coming into this year? Three. It was three. And they had some cupcakes on their schedule. Like, they were predicted to win maybe one Big Ten game, right? And most people were taking the under on that, by the way. Yeah, Minnesota is is terrible. That's a terrible loss. Nice job, Flexter. Um, Minnesota's terrible, okay? Like, we said that from the jump when we watched that first week one Nebraska game. I think it was this is not a Wisconsin is perfect show. We get it. Like I've talked about it. Wisconsin has holes, but you watch Cal Kamanis throw the ball. You watch that. Like that's just not a good team. You should not be losing to Northwestern with everything they went through in the offseason with the talent on that roster coming off a of one win season last year. Like that's a terrible look for, for Minnesota. That's a bad team. Um, Nebraska. Let's just go down the Big Ten West. Nebraska. Uh, second string quarterbacks in. Uh, he's a running guy. He can't throw. They have to scrap today to beat Louisiana Tech. And listen, let's be real. You're not going to win real games with a quarterback that, um, that you know, cannot throw the ball. And if you couldn't beat out Jeff Sims, you're not that dude. Let's just be super real on this one. Um, so Nebraska is not going to threaten us here. Iowa. Iowa. Y'all, they, they, listen, there's no, there's no shame in losing to Penn State. Okay, zero shame in Iowa losing to Penn State. Wisconsin would lose to Penn State. Let's be real here. Um, they had 14 minutes of possession. I don't seriously think. Think. Have you ever seen a real team have 14 minutes and 33 seconds time of possession in a game? I don't know if I've ever seen something that low. They had 17 rushes for 20 yards. Cade McNamara had was five of 12. Like you. I mean that. Uh, yeah. Every Sunbelt team in America puts up better offense than that against Penn State than Iowa. Like, and Iowa has to come to Madison. Like, that, that team is not beating us. Um, Illinois, Luke Altmeyer has, what, three touchdowns and seven picks? Thanks, Bert. There's karma. Um, I, who else? Like, the, we're winning the division, right? The, the rest of the division's terrible. Um, let's get some comments here. Like, am I wrong? Like, Brian Eilers, uh, you know, Deacon, Jared Lorenzen looked healthy. Deacon – Deacon, Deacon Hill got reps today because that's how bad Cade McNamara, Cade McNamara is. Um, 
Uh, Justin's in the chat, man. A good friend, obviously. They're awful offensively. Yeah, they're awful. And again, it's not like we would lose to Penn State probably, period. Uh, Penn State's really good. They had like 76 yards of offense. <laughs> like, um, it's just, it's, it's absolutely, they are going to come to Madison as a 12 point underdog, right? Like, it, could they beat us? Absolutely. Cause it's college football and weird things can happen. Um, Ryan Adler says Brian friends make it through the season. Yeah. Because his dad's the coach, but that's it. Chris Hart's Iowa at 76 yards. <laughs> Victor Jones laughing. Zach Bartz, we're the only team in the West without a conference loss. And let's, let's zoom out even a little more, right? Let's zoom out a little more. Look at Wisconsin's resume right now. So you just went on the road and, and beat Purdue by 21. I'm telling you right now, Hudson Card is the second best quarterback, in, or maybe the best quarterback in the Big Ten West, uh, him or Mordecai. I would take Mordecai, but if someone wants to argue, fine. Um, you look at the other quarterbacks in the Big Ten West, the Altmeyers, the Sims, the McNamara's, the um, – Cal Kamanis is like Hudson Cards is the second best quarterback in the West and the Badgers went on the road and dominated his team. Okay. Like uh, understand what we're looking at here. They're, they're not facing another quarterback like that in the West. Like the offenses they're facing are going to get easier and easier. And you look at their one loss. Did anyone catch what Wazoo did today? Wazoo beat Oregon state who was a top 12 team, top 15 team. Uh, beat them 38-35. Wazoo's undefeated. That's going to be a, a top 15, top 12 team in the country when the rankings come out next week. Wazoo. So Wisconsin's one loss is a road game early in the season to a charged-up Wazoo team who's going to be top 12 in the season. By the way, Cam Ward today, 28-34, four touchdowns, no picks. That's the Badgers' one loss, y'all. Like Suddenly, everyone was freaked about that loss. Suddenly, that loss looks fine especially when you consider that the Badgers had that game. The Badgers had that game, uh, barring the Ches Malusi injury. Like, the, the Badgers would have beat that team. That team looks like a top 15 team in the country. Now, listen, it's early. It's, it's early, early. I'm not saying that no other Big Ten West team has a chance against Wisconsin because, obviously, they all do. You can show up on any given Saturday and lay an egg. But Wisconsin is better on paper than every one of these teams. I don't think it's close. I'm sorry. Like, you can't see what Iowa did today. They – Iowa looked like Altoona High School, you know, like JV team on offense. Like it, it's absolutely a train wreck. Northwestern shouldn't win a conference game against anybody, but they beat Minnesota. Again, Nebraska's on their backup quarterback, who, by the way, if you can't beat out Jeff Sims, like that dude is not going to beat real teams in the Big Ten West if you can't beat out Jeff Sims. I'm sorry. Um, Illinois is not good. They lost too much last year, and Altmaier has been kind of a walking turnover. Like The Badgers are winning the Big Ten West. It is what it is. Um, now – what does that mean in the big picture? It might not mean a lot because the Big Ten West is terrible. Um, but if you get to the Big Ten Championship game, you have a bit of a puncher's chance, right? Who would I want to play there? I don't know. It's that's. I mean, I think Ohio State is clearly the the worst of that. Um, let's keep going here. Mm, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it was a huge choke. Yeah. Northwestern it was it was up thirty one ten. Our Minnesota was up thirty one ten. Sorry. Um, Patrick Minahan says, "I don't care that we are sweeping the West." I, I just I, like, so first of all, Patrick, I, I hear your perspective on that, but why wouldn't you care? Like, w would it be better to lose to the big 10 West teams? Like it's not nothing to be the best team in a bad division, right? Like that's where you want to be. I, I hear your perspective. That's not something PJ Fleck would make a ring on that, right? Big 10 West co-champion, whatever. I'm not saying make a ring about it. Don't hang a banner. Don't like Go to the message boards and use that as your tagline, 2023 Big Ten West Champions. Don't do that. But it's a hell of a lot better than 
looking like I like the other teams in the conference or in the division. Uh, Badger and Bournemouth says Iowa had 70 total yards. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Anderson, Washington State just beat number 14 Oregon State. If that's a good loss, it's one, it's ours or one of ours, and our defense did a hell of a lot better than anyone else this year. Yeah, that's a real loss, Matthew. Um, and thank you for the comment as always. Let's see. Um, Couple more comments in here. Oh, I see Bo coming in. Bo says, "I don't think people understand how big of an injury Chez was. Allen is injury prone, and who's next? Yeah, we're going to talk about the Chez injury in the second part of this show. Um, I definitely want to get into that a little bit." Kyle Matry says, "Notre Dame losing warms my heart. Minnesota loses to the worst Northwestern team in a decade. What a night! Yeah, that I was cheering for Ohio State. I put it on Twitter. Like we won an undefeated Ohio State coming to Madison, right? For all the reasons, for the hype, for the the atmosphere." Um, because it makes the win or the loss look better. Yes, I was all about Ohio State breaking Notre Dame's heart. I want them in Madison undefeated. And they're they're not – listen, uh, Justin mentioned this. Like, they're they're not going to have an elite quarterback every year. I kind of brushed it off saying they seem to, but they don't this year. And if they don't have an elite quarterback and they're on the road in Madison, that's it. I don't think we beat them still. Don't get me wrong, but it becomes a winnable game. Okay. Um, I'm going to get your comments next. Definitely go into um, what I think. I've talked about the Chess injury and how heartbreaking it is. I want to talk from a football side what I think they might be able to do to compensate. That's coming up next in Locked On Badgers. Uh, once more, let's let's reflect on uh, PJ Fleck losing to uh, Northwestern. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. I love it. All right, I, I'll stop. I promise. Um, I, I might do one more of those. All right, first, today's show is brought to you by Athletic Brewing. Athletic Brewing, the, the game changer of the week for the Badgers and somebody that, listen, it, it might be the number one transfer that Wisconsin got, Nathaniel Bacos. That dude is a total stud, and Athletic Brewing, much like Nathaniel Bacos, has changed the game. Um, they have changed the non-alcoholic beer game. They make non-alcoholic beers that actually taste good. You can use them anywhere. Um, again, on the mower, going to play some pickup, three-on-three at hoops at the at the, at the the park. Whatever you want to do, their beers are great-tasting, award-winning, and they beat out full-strength beers in global competitions. Like, people do blind taste tests, and they don't know they're drinking a non-alcoholic beer. That's how good it is. Plus, no hangovers. You can find it anywhere. They are incredible. You can find non, uh, you can find athletic brewing companies, non-alcoholic brews at a store near you or buy online at athleticbrewing.com. First-time customers use code LOCKEDON to get 15% off your online order. That's code LOCKEDON. At checkout, 15% off at athleticbrewing.com. Near beer exclusions and conditions to apply. Athletic Brewing Company fit for all times. Um, today's show is also brought to you by LinkedIn. And, you know, we've talked about LinkedIn a lot. It helps you just get rid of the people who have no business walking into your interview door, right? You They walk in and you can tell these people ain't it. Um, but you got to be polite to them because you're a nice guy. You were raised right. Uh, LinkedIn gets rid of those people before they get in the door. They save time, money. They find you the right people. It's why small businesses continue to rank LinkedIn as the number one job hiring platform used by professionals. It's an incredible thing. It's something I use to expand and continue keeping my my network of people kind of um, up to date. So I know what's going on in the industry. Our company uses it. They are incredible. And they are your source as a hiring manager to get the right people in the door. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash college. That's LinkedIn.com slash college. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. All right, let's get back into it, y'all. Uh, really do appreciate everybody as always. Uh, let's get some more comments here. Um, Tyler Streber. Uh, oh, let's yeah, let's start this one because I already see some comments um, with the, the Ches Malusi thing. Let me, I want to start there and then the rest of the show is just going to be your comments. I've already talked about Ches Malusi, just how 
how like it sucks, right? I I I wanted to focus more on this show, and that was like my take yesterday because I didn't even want to get into how they're gonna react to this too much. But from a football standpoint, look, we need to have that conversation because you know they're having it in the coaches' room, right? They're having it uh, up on the whiteboard. Like who who how do we replace Ches Malusi? Who some people will say was has been the, the most fluid, natural running back on this roster this year, um, more so than Braylon Allen. Like, how do you replace that explosiveness, that big playability? Here's the thing. you, I've seen some people say, okay, B.A. needs to step up. You got to put more on his shoulders. Uh, stop. No, no. Uh, Sorry, no. Mm-mm-mm. You can't. We've done it for two years, and he, it doesn't work. It's And it's not his fault, but it doesn't work. He gets worn down. He gets hurt. And then you have no running backs. You cannot, the reaction to this cannot be, all right, we're going to give another 10 touches a game to Braylon Allen. Because, sure, for Rutgers, fine. Iowa, maybe. Illinois, he's starting to wear down. Ohio State, now he's at 75%. Right? He takes a lot of punishment with the way he runs. And some people are just unlucky. I don't know. Maybe maybe he would be fine. I would not push the workload too much on Braylon Allen. So if if we take that, and again, this is just my opinion. I want yours too. Ryan Heller says I can listen to that laugh for 30 minutes for Peach. Yeah, I could I could just loop that track, bro. We just play it. Um let me know if somebody disagrees. If someone out there said, no, no, like BA's a stud player, he's a he's a team leader. Now, if he you gotta give it to him now when the team needs it. But I'm telling you, if you do it, I think he's gonna break down. I and then people are gonna get frustrated with him, but he just we've seen it for two years. So if I'm saying don't do that, what's the answer? Well, certainly the answer is you're gonna get more Jackson Aker. I think you're going to see Cade Yacomelli sprinkled in, which is fine. I think Yak is a better athlete than, than a lot of people give him credit for. I think he can do a lot of different things. So I definitely, obviously, you're going to see those guys. Um, but I think the other part of this is you just may throw the ball more. Like you just might go to more quarterback uh, run game and then throw the ball more off of that. I, I think that's probably the answer. I think you put more on Mordecai's shoulders instead of putting more on Braylon Allen's shoulders because I just – you can't get Braylon Allen hurt now, right? And you can't – listen – you can't not play him. Like if he gets hurt, he gets hurt. But if you start giving him 25, 30 touches a game, pretty soon you're going to be starting a big 10 game and your starting running back is going to be Jackson Aker and your backup is going to be Katie Akimeli. Right. Like, and maybe Nate White starts getting some reps. I don't know. It's not a deep spot. It's something we've talked about a lot as a spot that you can't lose people to injury. And it's, it's super unfortunate, but I think the answer is you have more of a running back by committee and then you throw the ball more. You put more on Tanner Mordecai. I don't think the answer is Braylon Allen. Um, Justin says they need BA available in fresh all season. I think there's more available in the passing game for sure. I agree. Justin and I, same wavelength. Um, this is from, let's see, a couple more here. Uh, Forrest Aguirre says put Greg Gard in at running back. He, he listen, he'd make the right reads. Greg Gard would be a fundamental running back. I, I firmly believe that. Uh, Tyler Strieber, go talk when staying out of playing lacrosse at now. Yeah, he's gone. This is the point. There's not many good options here. Uh, Bo Dragon, too bad the other running back transfer. This would be his time. Isaac Garendo broke my heart. Broke my heart. Uh, Ryan Eilers again says Kate Yacomelli would get burned. Agreed. Um, and by the way, this is a great point from Ryan. Got two weeks again already. Bye week. What a good time for a bye week, right? Great time for a bye week. Gives you ability to kind of figure this out, right? And maybe it's maybe it's Yacomelli. Uh, Zach Bart says, I really want to see Nate White get some action. He feels like a good fit for what we want to do. Braylon is a big power guy. White is the elusive shifty guy. Thunder and lightning. I'm not sure Nate White is ready. But listen, could you give him five carries? Or five, not five carries, five reps, or maybe throw the ball to him in the flat, maybe? 
I, I mean, maybe. Here's the other thing, Badger fans, that's going to get tricky is Braylon Allen's not a great pass protector. Right? Chess was the better pass protector. So what are you doing on obvious passing downs? Do you just bring an Acker in? I probably, right? Like that makes sense to me. But now you're also kind of telegraphing what you're doing offensively. That was the thing with Chess is he could pass pro, but you could also hand the ball off to him. If you're bringing an Acker in, people are going to, people are going to lean past, right? It's not that you can't hand the ball to him, but you might start to telegraph what you're doing a little bit, which is fine. Um, Tyler Strieber says, I think we'll see more jet sweeps. You need runs. Yeah, you could definitely see more, you know, ways on a sweep to get a guy like pulling the ball. I, I think that's interesting. I, I could see that for sure. Um, Comment on Clink says, what have you heard about Nate White? I haven't heard anything about Nate White. Um, now, to be fair, I haven't really asked about him. But I've also heard nothing. So I'm never going to blow smoke. Like, if I don't know anything, I'll just say I don't know. And I have no idea with Nate White. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I wanted to do a fun show. Someone, someone. Uh, by the way, yeah, Justin, I agree with you here. Don't love any of our backs in pass with Malusi out. I agree. Uh, Malusi was the most rounded of that group. And Braylon, that's an issue for him, unfortunately. Wes Mullenix, uh, Aaron Witt for running back. <laughs> Oh, if only that dude could get healthy. It drives me nuts, man. Justin Braylon has 15 days of rest, which is nice. Agreed. 100%. Like this bye week's coming at a good time. Originally, I thought this bye week was too early, right? Because it's coming early in the season. And I was just not taking into account how much this team needed to continue working through these new schemes. And now you all have to figure out this running back thing. I think it's a great time. Like let Jack Nelson get a two weeks of practice. Let Braylon get some rest. Let... um. You know, uh, the, the cornerbacks continue working in this scheme. Maybe maybe Renfro, right? Renfro and um, Mullins coming back after this. That's a big thing. That's a big thing for this team as well. Getting Renfro back is going to be huge. I, I continue to think that. So, I don't know. I, I don't know what they're going to do without Chez. I think they're just going to throw the ball more. And I don't know what they're going to do in pass protection at that running back side. You know what you could do? Here's what you could do if you want to get a little crazy. Um, Riley Nowakowski might be coming back pretty soon. Maybe you just start using like a tight end to kind of become a personal protector. We've seen that a little bit with Rucci where he starts on the edge and then he settles in behind the center. Maybe they do something weird like that. Um, could you even put one of those guys, uh, you're not going to put one of those guys in the backfield, but you know, you certainly you could use tight ends more in pass protection, right? Um, we've seen that. We've seen them use that with Rucci already where he'll center, he'll, he'll slide into the interior of the line and pick up blitzers. So maybe, maybe some of that. Uh, Victor Jones says Bryson green, get some reps with Mordecai. That's an interesting one because I had someone else ask me, and I don't think I got this comment in the show, but um, Bryson Green, where were we just way off on this one? I don't know. It hasn't made much of an impact. They they definitely went to C.J. Williams a lot last game. I still think there's something there, um, but for whatever reason, it hasn't clicked. It hasn't synced up with um, Tanner Mordecai. So, yeah, maybe not a bad time for a bye week for him as well to get on the same page. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm going to roll there. Really do appreciate it. It wasn't really planning on doing a show, but then Minnesota lost and it just felt like a good time for a laugh track, you know? So certainly uh, I'm not saying Wisconsin's great, but the rest of big 10 West is bad. And I think that's where we're at right now on Wisconsin. We're going to talk tomorrow. Um, have a great interview with uh, Marissa Mosley, women's basketball coach uh, that'll drop tomorrow. If you want to think hear a little bit about rebuilding the culture. Um, if anybody warned her about the job, like, Hey, maybe you shouldn't take that one. You know, and talking about some of the incoming freshmen for her, um, a couple of really interesting players coming in. So that's a really fun one. If you enjoy this type of show, the, the community, come join our Discord. I will post that in my bio. 
And then uh, we have a subtext too, which is a really interesting kind of new thing we've started doing. I'll put that link out. Uh, and it's a great way just for me to connect a little more one-on-one -on -one with anybody. And some, some uh, I, would, I wouldn't say insider. I'm not an insider, but I do hear things. People text me things. Some of that just goes on the subtext, uh, things that I can't really put out there for mass. So it's kind of a fun thing to do. I'll put the link out there. Um, and it's a way to continue to build this community a little differently. So anyway, on Wisconsin, really do appreciate everybody tuning in. And uh, yeah, Minnesota, PJ Fleck, that's it will just go out on that one. Um, losing to Northwestern and completely collapsing. <laughs> Good job, Peach.